Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter. I am joined, as always, by a very controversial figure in my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Maybe not by the community at large, but certainly in my eyes. Tim's here. Thank you for having me. What? You always do the nod and I'm like, Tim, there's... This is an audio podcast. Not everyone who you know listens to the show watches it on YouTube. People people don't see you all the time. And, and I keep telling you to tell me what audio means. <laughs> you refuse. <laughs> I refuse on the ground just to learn that in like second grade. Damn it. <laughs> That's my grounds for refusal. All right, so we're a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror films every week. We get together, we, we, we watch a movie, we talk about the movie. Uh, this episode's film is a Thai film, as in from Thailand, and it is called The Pool. Uh, so we'll be diving into that. We'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers. I know, I, I didn't mean that. Yes, I'm very witty. I know, I'm, I know. sometimes I shock even myself. Uh, but we'll be, we'll be diving into The Pool. Uh, we'll give you a warning for spoilers somewhere in the middle. We'll start spoiler-free, of course. So let's talk about The Pool. The Pool is a crocodile film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's also a swimming pool movie. It's it's a swimming pool. <laughs> the swimming pool genre has not had maybe enough enough films uh, as of late, and I feel like this movie is doing a lot for swimming pool awareness, so that we sure. know just that swimming pools exist and how yeah. uh, both pleasurable and dangerous they can be. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Yes, yes. There's also a crocodile. <laughs> just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the premise of the film is that the the main character, whose name is Day, he he is a he's like an assistant on this ad that's being shot in this pool. Uh, they're doing some underwater stuff. The pool's being decommissioned soon after. Uh, his friend, who kind of got him this gig, owns the the pool. I think. I think that's what I got from it. Anyway, uh, and. He's away, and Day is just sort of sauntering in the pool. He's on a little, you know, inflatable, you know, uh, what do we call it? Raft. Not a raft. Those, 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 those little inflatable bed things you get in the pool. Yeah. We usually call them an inflatable raft or, I don't know, like a floaty or something. Do you really call them a raft? I never really you called them a raft. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, floaty beds. <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, I mean, I don't <laughs> I'm no connoisseur. If people want to correct me if they have some scientific term, you know, let us know. But wait, are you telling me that you do jaws giving every year, and yet you do not? You're not 100 percent sure on the paraphernalia that one uses when enjoying the water. Seriously, Tim, come on. Jaws giving is a labor of love. It's not a you know dry academic course. You know? <laughs> Uh, so, but anyway, he falls asleep, and little does he know that while he's falling asleep, the water is starting to drain uh, through this big, this, uh, big drain pipe at the bottom. And when he wakes up, the water level is actually now too low for him to reach the edge of the water to get up to the surface. Uh, and he tries and desperately, and to no avail. And it's very important to note that it's not like I, I don't know, like when you think of pools, you probably like most are probably like what, like eight, nine feet at the deepest like it's uh it's not like that this is like a big big pool well yeah it's a, it's a diving pool so it, it's you know it's a good 20 feet or something like that 
you know, so so it gets to the point where he's maybe like just like nine feet from the top and he can't quite get there uh, and the water of course drains and unfortunately for him a, a crocodile from a local zoo or something uh, is, has, has escaped it's on the loose and it makes its way to the pool so he ends up being trapped down there with a crocodile and that is the premise of the movie in a nutshell there's not much more you can say that's that's the, that's it if you're going to watch it you're going to watch it based on those those last few sentences <laughs> so uh so yeah uh so tim 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 yep. tim tim timery timberu timothy yo, yo. how did you feel about the pool i uh i gotta say this is my absolute favorite movie <laughs> from pizza hut <laughs> wait tim are you suggesting that pizza hut had product placement in this film <laughs> i mean it literally says like list pizza hut as one of the producers in the opening credits. <laughs> it's uh it's a uh, it's very interesting um no i actually really do like this movie it is uh stressful as hell uh hmm. like it is one of those because mo- it, it's like you know a survival movie and uh, you know, sometimes those have to be kind of they're kind of hard to get through. And it's one of those things where, like, it just keeps getting worse and worse. And every time he gets like a little inch of like, oh, maybe you can use this or that. It's like pulled away from him. And then something happens to make it like 10 times worse. And there's actually a lot of very like um, uh, like body harm in this. It's very upsetting to watch. Um, but I mean, I, I think that all that still makes it entertaining as hell. Um I mean, it's going to be hard not to mention the CGI work on the crocodile, uh, mm-hmm. you know, which maybe is not uh, up to par with, you know, some movies nowadays. It's, but not, I think like, it's not always great. Sometimes it's practical, yeah. though, which is, you know, mm-hmm. looks better. Uh, can oh, I yeah. just, I want to interrupt here because I've just, oh, I, sure, got, sure. I got a notification on my phone here. Uh <laughs> He screams after midnight. Uh, so at screams midnight is our Twitter, and there was a like on it just a second ago, alerting to me to the to the fact because obviously both me and Tim can post from this account. So sometimes Tim will post something, and I won't realize he's done so until someone likes it or retweets it or so on and so on. And so I check my phone just as Tim's giving his opinion as, as I sometimes do, and the t- the tweet that I did not know was was put here, presumably right before we start recording. Let me look at the time here. Uh, it was, no, it was actually a good 45 minutes, so I mean, it was there for a little while before before we started. But it says, going into our reviews today, should I let Pete get away with his bullshit like usual, or should I slay his ass in all caps? Uh, there's four votes in the poll right now. Uh, all four, Unanimous was saying slay his ass. So I'm looking forward to the slaying that is going to happen. <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing at your own tweet, Tim. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're enjoying this so much. Oh, well, I don't know if people understand, but like part of the fun of it is like waiting to see when you're gonna notice it. Because <laughs> sometimes it'll be like half a day later or something, and then I'll just see a tweet being like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and sometimes it's during the recording, and you get yeah. this beautiful moment. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So you're talking about the well, pool. people in the future will know if I properly slayed your ass or not. Yes, yes. Uh, I've got a feeling I know the answer to that question. Uh, so yes, the pool. The pool. You were saying it was Ted's, and uh, every time he gets an inch, uh, something oh, bad yeah, happens. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just like you know, bad upon bad. Uh, which yeah, I can actually see this maybe being like too hard for some people to watch because it it is like 
oh, it is an anxiety inducing <laughs> uh, if you like, you know, really emphasize with the, the main character. But again, I, that all like makes it like, I, I think, pretty entertaining to watch. Uh, and, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, it starts right off right away. It's a very simple premise, but like, you know, they milk a lot out of it, uh, I feel like. So, yeah, you know, it's not perfect. Like, yeah, sometimes, you know, the effects aren't the best and and whatnot. But uh, no, I think it is a pretty fun movie, though. Yeah, uh, worth mentioning as well, we are counting this as 2019. It, is, it was released in Thailand in 2018, uh, mm-hmm. but it became available to everywhere else, basically, in 2019. So we're going to count it for the sake of our, you know, top 10s. If it's going to make it, it might, you know, it's eligible, is what we're saying. Uh, but... Um, and, and, and I will there. say that uh, to the uh, the the ending really bumps me out. <laughs> I know which part of the ending it's, don't like. I'll, we'll we'll talk about that. Spoilers. It is kind of funny, but also <laughs> kind, of, kind of depressing. Yeah. Uh, so my thoughts on the movie are are almost complex. So I will. So I will. I will say that well, I, as a child, you were left in a pool for some days. <laughs> so it's a little hard to watch. So I I enjoyed the film. I will say I was entertained and I had a very pleasant time watching it. I will say though, I will. I will say that I don't necessarily think it's because it's good per se, mm-hmm. because. Sure. Like, you were talking about how every time he gets an inch, something bad happens. Like, he, he keeps thinking he's got this little, this vine, you know, there's a, an olive branch, and then, it, you know, something yeah. rips the olive branch away, or, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I started laughing at how ridiculous this movie was, because For it sure. kept it kept doing these things that were so contrived to give it, like, a moment of hope, and then mm-hmm. even more contrived to take the hope away every single yeah. time. And it, it, kept, it kept compounding to the point where I started mm-hmm. laughing. There's a moment where something's in the alligator's... Not the alligator, the crocodile. There's a mm-hmm. moment where something's in the crocodile's mouth, and I just started laughing out loud, because, <laughs> of course that's where it is! Of course it's just sitting in the crocodile's mouth! And I, I just, I just, it, it was almost a, an absurd comedy to me how ridiculous oh, totally. it was. Uh, yeah. And it does have some tropes in it that I feel like we kind of left in the nineties. It's almost, and I don't want to say you know Thailand are like twenty years behind in movie making because that's that's a that's a very insulting thing to say. But I felt this way when I was watching uh, me and Tara on the Ace did uh, the Wandering Earth. This, it was this big budget Chinese sci-fi movie, right? Where, oh, I heard about that. Yeah, that you know, Earth is like because the sun's dying that they're actually like rocketing Earth through space to you know find a new home. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. the whole thing. But like one of the things that we talked about a lot in that was how that a lot of the tropes. I mean, there's a lot of like a, the effects and stuff felt modern, but a lot of the tropes felt like it was from like a mid two thousands movie, mm-hmm. and it was how maybe just culturally that's where you know movie making China is right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I almost feel like a similar thing here with Thailand where. There was a lot of the tropes in this uh, where I felt like, oh, this feels like a 90s movie. Like, I'm getting 90s movie vibes <laughs> from this. Uh, yeah. Of course, that said, the crocodile looks much better in this than it would have done in the 90s. Like, obviously, sure. that, that goes without saying. Uh, so, you know. Just, I, I, well, I kind of feel like maybe, I don't know, it, to me, maybe I, I would say more like early 2000s or something because it's like very gimmicky and I feel like we're having like a lot of oh, those, sure. you know, like... Um, yeah, you know, just very premise heavy uh movies that would like you know take place in one area or something or it actually reminds me bizarrely more of disaster movies just in that way oh, sure. that yeah, things yeah. keep going wrong uh so yeah. you know, at its core it's a survival movie right and i feel like yeah. things keep going wrong and it kept reminding me of that uh, there is one really dark moment towards the end uh yeah. i will say if you were to guess uh how he might eventually get out you would probably never <laughs> guess how he actually does it no. <laughs> 
and, and uh, that's the one thing as much as I'm saying a lot of this feels like a Hollywood stuff from the 90s and the 2000s this is the one thing that a Hollywood oh, movie sure. would never put in put in never. a movie <laughs> never <laughs> and uh, I, I think one of the things like you mentioned too yeah like how it, it is kind of funny how things like you know continuously get worse uh, I think what like adds to that too is like the musical sting whenever something bad happens it, mm. it is like a very like cheesy like honestly it became really funny to me just because of how absurd like all the things that kept going wrong they yeah. were happening and how it just kept yeah. getting worse and worse like it, it started to be really funny to me uh, and i don't yeah. know if that's intentional or if i'm enjoying it in a way that wasn't intended but like either way i did have fun yeah. like, I, I can't deny i was out enjoying myself it was a, it was a fun movie yeah, definitely. So, you know, uh, credit where credit is due. Uh, sure. So, yeah, it's like you say, Crocodile looks <laughs> a little rough in some places where it's CG. Some of the practical Crocodile stuff looks fine. Um, yeah. And... It, it looks like um, it looks more like it, when there's like the bad CGI and stuff, it kind of mm. looks like, a, like something you would see on like a TV, like sci-fi kind of movie or something. Yeah, a little like, bit. Yeah, like like that level. Like it, it's not. It's definitely not horrible. Like you said, yeah, it's probably something you that would you know you would have been a lot better than like in the nineties or something. And um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think especially you know if you compare it to something like Crawl, which had like you know, I, I think for the most part usually pretty good like you know CGI uh, effects and stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a little less than that. But I, again, though, I think in this instance, some of the bad CGI I think kind of gives it like some charm. Mm, maybe yeah. Uh, it is interesting. We have a big alligator and a big crocodile film to debate for twenty nineteen yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, list. Uh, the I mean, obviously, the movie like it does a lot with little dialogue because he's mostly either on his own or like you know no one to talk to kind of thing. And yeah, the the setting because it's very you know very plane it's just it's an empty pool it's a deep <laughs> empty pool there's not a whole lot going on so it really like emphasizes a few key details that are going to become important later mm-hmm. uh and you know some of those are kind of like obvious and in your face the way they're set up and some of them aren't mm-hmm. uh but like i i think one of my fun uh things with these types of survival movies is the idea of like okay we know this item's been left somewhere mm-hmm. and that maybe just maybe it'll come into play later or maybe just maybe it'll get knocked into the pool or maybe you know like there's a lot of that going on in here and i think that's part of the fun of this is to see how these elements come in because you, you find yourself kind of rooting for something to fall uh yeah. even though some of it is absolutely absurd and <laughs> uh, how it does i will say there was a there's a point in this movie where a phone is vibrating and it's moving like towards the edge <laughs> of the pool and this phone like who, the person ringing this phone has so patient because no one ever lets the phone ring this long but it's like I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even know if like phones have the ability to do that. Like, I feel like after three rings, if I don't touch it, my phone just stops. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite that quick, but like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a limit where the phone will say, "Yeah, there's no answer happening." Just accept yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's probably a setting on your phone. Actually, you could probably set what the sure you know, the timeout is yeah. on on a ring. Um so i i you know there's, there's some silly things I, I i ultimately it is quite exciting though it is kind of yeah. I, I was finding myself getting into it and enjoying it even though it's absurd and yeah. i think if you want kind of a, a more a likable but definitely a more dumb movie yeah uh, I, I think this is you know a solid <laughs> example of a good dumb movie 
Uh, oh yeah, totally. And I don't mean that in a certain way. I I, I genuinely enjoyed it. It's just it's absurd. Like it's full of I mean, absurd things. I I think it's a really easy movie to recommend it because it's just like if you hear the premise and it sounds good to you, I think you'll enjoy it. Probably, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, because it it's a it's something that sounds like crazy enough that if you if it sounds good to you then you're probably gonna like it because it's probably that kind of crazy you know that you're looking for yeah there's um you know there's not even that if you're someone who's put off by subtitles there's not even that much dialogue really you, That's like, true, yeah, yeah. a lot of it is just shouting for help so i mean after yeah. you've read it once you don't have to read it again yeah. uh you know so there is that there's obviously uh sometimes it's some things that are fun with the uh, world cinema is sometimes you get some cultural differences that you don't really expect mm-hmm. going in Mm-hmm. And there's not much here, but I will say I did not know that uh, abortion was illegal in Thai Thailand. Uh, oh sure, yeah. That was news to me. Uh, I'm not shocked by it, but I mean it was definitely news. So yeah. that was one of those little moments where I was like, oh, interesting. I wonder if this movie has a political statement. And I'm not saying it does or it doesn't, because I think by the end we can talk about that more. But just from from the first point that was brought up, I thought, oh, I wonder if it's going to have a statement about that. Is this pro or anti abortion for the sake of you know its own country kind of thing? But uh, uh, ultimately, I don't think it is. I think I don't think it's actually trying to say anything. Uh, well, it's, it's anti crocodile for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the crocodile. <laughs> the crocodile is a mini. Um, if I have one complaint, it's that about two thirds or so through the movie, there was a point where I genuinely thought it had a twist. I thought it had like pulled a twist on me. And it was like a big sort of deal, and then it just kind of two minutes later, kind of went. Oh no, no, that wasn't. There was no twist. It, like everything's still yeah. what you thought it was. I was like, oh, okay, that was weird. <laughs> but there was there was genuinely a moment where I thought it was trying to give me a twist, and I can't really say what it is until spoilers. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was I was genuinely thinking that there was like a a whole almost six sense esque thing going on. Yeah. Well, I was smart enough to know that that oh, wasn't okay. what they were doing. Here we go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. The professor uses his brain. Of course. All right. So, what... <sighs> <Well, laughs> I, I, guess, I guess we have to go to spoilers. I don't know if there's much more we can really say uh, without getting any actual details because, it was, sure. you know... I mean, performance, well, I guess. The guy's all right, yeah. <laughs> like he's, you know, he's, yeah. he's fine. Direction uh, is... I mean, the direction's not bad, because the direction a lot over the top at times, but, like, mm-hmm. uh, like keeps it engaging, despite the fact that we're in one location. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's kind of, like, it, you know, it's a little subdued during the quiet times, and then, yeah, it does, like, kick into a, you know, kind of like an action mode or, or whatever when, you know, stuff starts getting intense, which, uh, yeah, it maybe seems, like, a little cheesy, but, again, like, it's... It's all part of this kind of, you know, fun, charming, uh, you know, <laughs> again, like, you know, you kind of want to say dumb, but like, uh, in, you know, in a nice way, <laughs> like in a, yeah, it's not like a trying to be a super smart artsy movie or anything. It's just like, no, it's just a dumb, fun, like survival action kind of thing. No, I'll Twitter update here. Uh, so, <laughs> so Tim also tweeted it on his own account. <laughs> right before the show pete notoriously tries to censor me talking about star wars so i guess i got to bring the star wars to him and he's got a photo of what i assume is a star wars sh- is that jar is that jar jar binks is that a jar jar yeah, shot <laughs> hell yeah dude look at that <laughs> oh, the roller coaster of emotions 
Also, I'm altering this poll. I'm going to vote. <laughs> Not 100% anymore, biatch. All right. Uh, so that's quite a spoilers, guys. So we'll do we'll do spoilers for uh, the pool. Although before we start the spoiler section, I will thank our Patreon producers for the month: David Shaw, Alison M. Fordyce. Cindy Palacios and Tyler Hess, thank you to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are patrons at the $20 or above tiers, mm-hmm. and that makes them producers. You can support us, of course, over at patreon.com slash TV. You don't have to give us $20 or up. You can give us just $1 per month, mm-hmm. and that'll get you access to an exclusive bonus episode every month. There's a back catalogue now of the past year. Well, it's not a year, but we did like four in October, so it's it's about 12 or so episodes uh, that are available that you'll get access to for a dollar a month. And you keep the show coming, and you you know support the content, so if you want to do that, you can go over and have a look. Plus, there's voting rates at the $5 tier and other things higher up, and so on and so on. So, there you go. Jar Jar thanks you. <sighs> the amount of leprechaun shit you have to put up with, and they are bringing Jar Jar into the equation. <sighs> Jesus. All right. Uh, so, full spoilers for the pool. Uh, so, I, I'm going to list all the things that go wrong in this movie because <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I want to tackle them. Right. Uh, okay. Hopefully, I get them more or less in the right order. <laughs> so, okay. It starts off not too bad. He's trying to like climb up to the the, the ledge. Mm-hmm. And there's so a- the, the, he kind of wakes up when the water has already started sinking, but it's not quite empty yet. So it's like maybe. I don't know, one thirdish of the way down or something. It's just enough that he like he can reach this little ledge that's in the the, the, in the side of the pool, but he can't like go get from there to the top. Yeah. Uh, there's just no way to sort of climb. Uh, but so there's a moment where I was mentioning earlier where the phone's going right, and it's near enough the edge is vibrating towards the edge, and he's like waiting to catch it. He's waiting to catch it. Well, I, I think I, uh, uh, if I stop you right there because I, I oh. think maybe the first big thing that you might have. Uh, I think already missed is as he's trying to. As he's What's trying that to tone climb, that you already missed? Is that, am I being judged because I'm misremembering the order of events? Jesus, come on, it's not Rashomon. There is a very clear <laughs> timeline here. Uh, is when he's trying to climb, he. Ugh, this really irks me. Even like thinking about it, but he like kind of like snaps his fingernail. Oh, half. okay. In my defense, this is not a contrived thing. I, I was okay, going to list okay. all the ones that were kind of over the top and silly. This is just painfully grotesque because yeah. he rips <laughs> his fingernail off by trying to claim. <laughs> uh, it's uh, and he has to bite it off with his eyes, oh, with his mouth. Oh. It's, it's not nice. It's, it's just, tough. It's, it's, tough. <laughs> it's, 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 it's pretty rough. Uh, yeah. But no, so the phone is vibrating towards the edge. But we should mention his dog, Lucky, who yes. is chained up up near the diving boards. And Lucky and barking at him to try and like I don't know, help or something. I don't know what the dog's doing. He's mm-hmm. it's a dumb dog. Uh, but he he's he almost falls in the mm. the pool and he's sort of dangling off the edge and he's like clawing his way trying to like stay up. And you know, Day can still get high enough that he could push the dog up. He can still get mm-hmm. to the bottom of the dog. So he yeah. he he he, he has to make the choice to instead of catching the phone, he has to go and save his dog. So he swims over, saves his dog, and of course, because of that, the phone falls in the water. So that's the first thing where here's a bit of hope. Here's the silly over the top thing that's going to get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, admittedly. I, won't, I, I can't be mean on this one because, well, because uh, it was the first one, so it didn't feel that bad yet. And two, mm-hmm. this makes us like him because he, oh, yeah, he puts his dog before himself and that's yeah. it's, it's impossible not to be endeared by that. So that is a fine choice. I will not critique that in any way. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's the first of many. Uh, <laughs> now, is next up uh, the pizza dude? Is he next? 
Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> is, is Pizza Hut Man next? So Pizza Hut Man, because his buddy phoned him a pizza before he left, he he comes by with a pizza, gets off his little moped, uh, and we can clearly see the Pizza Hut logo on the back of his shirt that's on the box, so, you know, the whole thing's Pizza Hut, you know, branded. And he's yeah. coming to the pool. I love the idea that the, the one like stipulation for funding this movie is that there has to be a pizza delivery scene <laughs> in it so we can get our, our logo over it. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, the pizza literally like saves his life by being the one piece of food that he can have for like six days. <laughs> so pizza is important, guys. You need pizza. Uh, of course. But uh, so, but as as he arrives, though, this is right at the time where days underwater he's trying to like unlock the vent at the bottom and he can't because mm-hmm. you know it's bolted down uh he needs screws or needs a screwdriver to you know open it mm-hmm. um so the guy just leaves the pizza on the diving board and leaves <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course he sees him leaving so he tries to yell for help he tries to you know and it's and what's funny about this and uh and this probably is one of the first like big laughs uh from me like in the movie is you keep expecting, you know, because it's cutting back and forth between, you know, the pizza man and him underwater. And you kind of keep expecting uh, or at least like, you know, you want him to pop up just in enough time, you know, where the pizza mm. uh, guy will see him. Uh, but as he's about to go up, he has like a, a little like chain on his belt or whatever or his jeans uh, that gets caught on the uh, like grate at the end. And it's just funny the way uh, it's shot is like, you know, it's like so dramatic that as soon as he tries to get up and you, you know you realize it's stuck that's when it like you know gets into very like over the top like mm. action mode and then that's you know the music starts like getting very dramatic like dun, 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 dun. yeah the cuts, the cuts get a lot quicker yeah like yeah. everything kind of ramps up so that's that but the, the, the one that kind of made me made me laugh Horny? oh come on tim Right, so his his girlfriend, <laughs> right, his girlfriend who you know they seem to be madly in love at the start of the movie when we, when we first see them together, uh, yeah. she shows up at the pool, sees him on because he's fallen asleep again. He's basically tired from all this trying to like rescue himself, so he goes onto the the, the bed again and falls asleep in the water, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend arrives and she's there and she's up at the edge of the pool. You know she could call for help, she could do so mm-hmm. many things, and. First of all, she's too stupid to notice that the water level yeah. has dipped by about eight feet, right? Yeah. It's not like it's just a foot or two. This is like eight feet, uh, maybe mm-hmm. ten feet by this point. And she's because earlier on, she she we knew that she wanted to dive in the pool when they were shooting the commercial, and she couldn't. Mm-hmm. She wasn't allowed to. So she's like, "Oh, I can dive in the pool. I'll I'll I'll, I'll wake him up by splashing in the pool." So she's up to the t- I, actually. Sorry, real quick, <laughs> we yes. didn't really talk about what the commercial is either <laughs> i well do, do you know what it was advertising because i i don't know i have no idea but it, it's like a woman dressed like a clown swimming underwater to a like little piece of furniture it's, yeah, it's like a little sort of old-fashioned sofa that's mostly yeah. wood but just with a little bit of cushion uh, which is important because that, that thing's down there still and will be used yeah. uh throughout the duration of the movie mm-hmm. uh so but anyway, That's why, I, like, I, I made a joke about it. I don't know if many people understood it, but, like, I just filmed, like, that little bit of her as a clown swimming, and I was like, oh, I'm finally getting around to watching Joker. <laughs> but, like, I, I think people didn't understand that that, like, wasn't Joker, because, like, I had, like, a lot of people being like, oh, yeah, I love that movie, man. Like, oh, it's so good. And I was like, no, you know, I'm not really watching it, right? Like, <laughs> this is not a scene from the movie. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what I laughed at here, because this is the first one that felt so absurd to me that like, okay, so his girlfriend's here. Surely that's, that's him fine now, right? She'll call for help or just or even just find a ladder, like, you know, whatever. Right, yeah. Right. Um, 
but she goes up to the pool and he just wakes up in time as she's going to run because she's got a smell on her face she doesn't think anything's wrong she thinks everything's hunky-dory and as she's running he wakes up sees that she's about to dive and yells no don't and because he yells at her she slips and hits the back of her head <laughs> off the edge of the diving board which Ouch. i mean at the time i think did that just kill her right now is she just dead uh, or whatever so she falls in the pool now uh unconscious and he has to like save her and put her on the little the little floatable bed so that she can like you know hopefully survive and you know now they're both trapped in the pool and i i just i actually started laughing at just how like this guy can't catch a break this is the second <laughs> time he's almost been rescued almost had help and he he yeah. gets her almost killed yeah. and equally trapped is 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 the whole thing is just a comedy of errors uh mm. And there are that, definitely like days where like you know a lot of bad stuff happens and you're just like oh it feels like nothing can go right but this is like the most extreme example of like jesus what did this guy do i know <laughs> what sort of karma is this guy getting uh unless this movie is genuinely anti-abortion and it's like <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's really mad at him because he wanted to get her to get an abortion i mean he didn't even know she was pregnant he finds that out soon but earlier at one point in the movie there's a little flashback to him and his friend where he says oh she's not because for some reason his his friends like oh there's a rumor she's pregnant is like he's not pregnant like first of all how is there a rumor she's pregnant like how did that get out to anyone else before she tells him uh, unless she's told like friends or whatever and they've spread it around which is a shitty thing to do if they're you know you're her friends but um like and he says oh no i'd want her to get an abortion I, I can't have a kid and we get like a little speech here where he's like oh that's immoral and it's illegal anyway so you shouldn't yeah. do that um and so unless the movie's trying to say that he's got this bad karma because it's it's anti-abortion yeah. <laughs> you know and i think we're both pro-abortion it's worth mentioning just to make that clear uh, i think the term is pro-life but yeah <laughs> or pro-choice or whatever no I, i'm pro-killing fetuses uh okay. so <laughs> <laughs> sorry yes pro-life yes pro-life if anything, I think you should be able to have an abortion up till about the age of four. I mean, uh, I think at any point in that oh, first four years, you could just, yeah, you know what? This wasn't for me. I'm back out. Cancel. Abort. Abort. You're like 30 now? I think that's what the age should be. <laughs> you should just, every, every new parent for the first three years should just have like a trap door in the living room. And if they decide, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't for me. Just press the button and just fall to the spikes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, regardless what our, our sex is, uh, yes. is, I do think it is important that us as two men <laughs> should yes. be the ones that get to decide it. <laughs> look, I think that's what's important. <laughs> yes. Look, look, we're, we're pro-choice, pro pro-life, all those things, right? It's became very jokey in the last 30 yeah. seconds, but let's make it clear that that's, that is our stance on this, this. But, I mean, there there is a chance the movie, because it's made in Thailand, it's, it's maybe, like, I, I don't really think it is making much of a statement. Like, I I think I'm stretching to say that it's given him bad karma because he didn't, because, sure. he, because he wanted an abortion, or he would theoretically want an abortion, but uh, that, I mean, that, you know, it's there. If anything, it's probably bad karma that he didn't tip the pizza guy. <laughs> oh yeah he's too busy trapped yeah. in a pill with no money yeah. shame on him for not tipping oh dear oh anyway where, oh, where... I, don't, I don't know if they tip in because I, I know some other countries don't don't do tips i don't know if uh, tipping he, here is not as much of a big thing. I mean, tipping delivery drivers is, is, is a is a little thing. Like, 
you know, I think the most common thing here is like, let's say it comes to 9.50, you hand them a 10 and say keep the change. But the thing is though, is most people here now pay online, they order online and play by card, so there's no, there's no option to tip. Yeah. Like, I, I do hate when like I, um, you know, because we get that a lot, but usually on the receipt there's like a line if you want to add a tip or whatever, mm. uh, but I, I hate when they don't give you that option because most of the times I, I do like to you know, leave a little something something. Uh, oh, so. <laughs> generous Tim over here. Um, it is worth mentioning the way uh, people in this, the industry are paid. It does vary wildly country to country, and America sure, actually sure. relies upon people being tipped. Uh, it's, oh yeah, it's shitty. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think there are some people who like it if they work in a really posh restaurant and get tipped really well. They th- they oh, think the, they yeah. think the system's great, but everyone at the bottom of the ladder hates it <laughs> for obvious oh, reasons. Yeah, of but, uh, I mean, restaurant tipping is definitely a thing, but it's not as, like... Like, the amounts we tip at a restaurant is nothing compared to what you expect to tip in the US. Like, um, you know, I, I, I'll hear stories of people tipping 15 20% in the US, if not more. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Are I mean, you mad? I, yeah, well, like, 15 is kind of, like, the standard. And yeah. then, I, I, like, usually go, like, 20. Um, yeah. You know, especially if it's, like, you know uh i mean it might be hard if you're doing something that's like super expensive because then that might be you know make a, a big difference but like yeah you know 15 uh 20 percent mm. i don't know if i actually agree that the, the price of the food should change the price of the tip well I, i'm just saying like you know if you like you know if you usually go up 20 percent, but then like you know if you're getting something that's like a thousand dollars and then it's like ooh, <laughs> yeah that might be a little harder to afford that maybe oh like sure sure yeah okay yeah yeah i see what you're saying um because logically, the way I'm thinking about it is that, like, the amount of food should change the tip because then you're carrying more plates. <laughs> but right, right, if right. the one plate has like a hundred dollar burger on it, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why the server should get a bigger tip for that. If that makes sense, maybe I sound like a, a cheap skate here, but like, I'm just, <laughs> not, I mean, I can't afford a hundred dollar burger. Let me make that clear. Exactly. I'm, I'm not the yeah. one doing this. I'm just, from a pure math perspective, uh, mm. I'm, I'm, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a cultural yeah. thing. I have no idea if Thailand are, are tippers mm-hmm. or not. If it's tipping's a big thing there, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I don't want to be clear. In the UK, everyone is paid at least minimum wage. Uh, there's no mm-hmm. accounting for tips and the the wages. Yeah. Tips are bonuses, and that's it. Uh, sure. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I just don't want American <laughs> listeners thinking I'm being like a dick here. Like it's it's just it's not <laughs> as much of a thing here. Uh, yeah. Uh, as yeah. in a restaurant, but not not a super big thing elsewhere. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So so she's uh, unconscious. Uh, they eventually fall asleep. They wake up when the pool's completely drained, and they're at the bottom. She's still unconscious. Uh, of course, he's woken up, and it's actually after this that the alligator. Sorry, the crocodile. I keep saying alligator. Uh, the crocodile comes sauntering and i think there's a natural expectation that the crocodile is going to come through the vent or the you know the the the, the you know the drain um yeah. and it, it never actually does it actually just comes sauntering in from like above like it's actually not in the water and this was actually the next thing that made me laugh is how the crocodile <laughs> gets in the pool because the crocodile can't necessarily well because the crocodile if it wanted to i mean it would have to take a bit of a leap and it'd be a bit of a foolish idea if it wanted if it did that it falls in the pool because it's going after the dog. It's going after Lucky, mm-hmm. and Lucky's barking. It's very intense. Very intense. That you know, uh, yeah. Day's shouting up. Lucky, shut up, shut up. Be quiet, boy. Be quiet. Yeah. Like you know, don't, don't, don't add to him. <laughs> let, let, the, let the crocodile just wander off. And instead, Lucky 
in a complete dick move uh, <laughs> kicks like these like big pipe things as it's barking and the, the, the crocodile because it's kind of on one of them they roll into the pool and the crocodile <laughs> is basically shoved into the pool by the dog. The dog <laughs> saves himself and puts the crocodile with the humans. <laughs> that is insanely funny yeah. to me. I don't know about anyone else, but I find that insanely funny. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're in that situation, it's, you know, you probably wouldn't be laughing, but, like, you know, in uh, in terms of the, the movie, <laughs> it's very funny. Like this, this situation is so goddamn contrived. I am willing to bet you that it would never happen. All right. <laughs> yeah, most likely, most likely. <laughs> I'm willing to bet you. And you know, then we have a bit of a standoff with the crocodile. There's a lot of like, you know, you know, shooing at it and backing away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the crocodile does go to sleep at multiple times. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, at one point, uh, the duct tape, which luckily was thrown into the pool by the guy's friend at the start of the movie, is a he just threw it at him to sort of him. <laughs> uh, but luckily, he remembers the tapes in here. So okay, I'm going to use this tape to try and like essentially bandage up uh, the girlfriend's head because the back of her head's like you know busted home, uh, and she's still passed out. So, but of course, unfortunately, where would this tape be? Of course, it's in the mouth of the sleeping crocodile. <laughs> This was the point where there was like this was almost no return for me in this being kind of an absurd comedy at this point because yeah like of why why would the crocodile have that in his mouth <laughs> or sorry uh, she not not his uh, her because yeah. as we find out later is a mummy crocodile <laughs> oh right 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 yeah um <clears throat> no yeah it's uh yeah it, it is very funny <laughs> like it's uh you, you can't really take it too seriously or think too hard about it because. Yeah, uh, yeah, like you said, it, it is all very contrived. But uh, again, I, I think that's what you know kind of makes it so absurd and entertaining. Mm. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. It's fun. It's just I, I think after Crawl was like, are we doing a serious crocodile movie or are we doing something a bit more silly? And you know, obviously, once you get yeah. in the mood of silly, it's like, okay, fine, we're doing silly now, and it can be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does get the tape in the nick of time. The crocodile wakes up and snaps. Just you know, mm-hmm. a split second. After he pulls his hand out, of course. Uh, and as well as mentioned, he does get bit a bunch of times in this movie, <laughs> especially towards the end. In fact, I do want to, actually, here's a, here's a legit complaint. For some reason, the movie opens with a, a quick scene from later in the movie. Like, it shows you oh, him, right. like, fighting the crocodile and, like, him getting bit in the leg. And I don't really understand why this is at the start of the movie. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't know. If anything, why why are you wasting the first shot of the crocodile for the opening scene where it could just be the you know the actual entrance to the crocodile later could be the first time we see it that could be more exciting but we'd already seen it so it was like well we've seen it already so whatever uh, it feels like yeah. it doesn't accomplish anything to me but I mean I don't know I guess maybe just a kind of like hey here's what's in store <laughs> stick around kind of thing but yeah but, but it's a movie that's stupid like if you go to see a movie you're there you're, you're in. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It is weird. Yeah, it, it, a lot of TV shows do it in some episodes, but like mm. with them, I, I almost feel like sometimes that's just to like pad out an extra minute by repeating a scene at the start to oh, sure. to, to you know make up the, the runtime because they have to have such an exact runtime. But this is a movie; it doesn't need to have an exact runtime. It can be a couple minutes shorter. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not that it needs to be short. I mean, it's it's only ninety minutes. It's a fine length. It's exactly the length it needs to be. But it's just I don't know. It was just a weird thing to have at the start. 
but uh, so more fun happens, of course. The girlfriend does wake up. Uh, I love her slow realization as there's a crocodile in front of them, of course. Uh, the crocodile does lay a nest of eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of course, there's a point here uh, where the dog and at this point in the events in the movie they do kind of like muddle together so I, I don't know the order of them exactly but at one point the dog actually gets to the pizza and he's eating a slice of pizza yeah. and this is like two this is like two days in or something like that and uh you know days like hey come on knock it down share with his boy and he doesn't do it and you know he gets really mad at him he's like well when I, we get out of here you're not sleeping in the bed you're sleeping outside you mutt like how dare you yeah. uh but the dog does actually give it down he goes to the diving board and throws it down he actually drops it in and they eat cold pizza. Two-day-old cold pizza. That's fine. <laughs> I've eaten worse. <laughs> I'll bet you have. I bet you have. Uh, so they have that. But then the next thing they eat, like a day or two later, is they actually have a little plan. And I'll give the movie this. This was well played. Because it looks like day collapses. Um, and by the drain... And the crocodile's like, oh, it's finally time. And the crocodile's going in. <laughs> oh, I guess that's my one, my, my one question about the movie is that crocodiles are so strong. Like, do they have to, like, like, would you even be able to fight one off, really? Like, if the crocodile really wants them, like, couldn't he just have them at any time, really? Yeah, and, and like, the, um, you know, the, whatever you call it, like, the, you know, the force of their bite yeah. is, like, you know, I... Yeah, I, I don't know the exact uh, what you call like measurements or or whatever. Yeah, the but pressure. Like, you know, yeah. yeah, like is it supposed to be like one of like you know, the strongest like bites in the world or whatever? Like yeah, they kind of animals. They kind of treat it in this movie more like a dog bite, <laughs> where okay, it's nasty, yeah. but like yeah, you, you could sort of fight out of it. Like, uh, so I, I don't I, know. I feel like maybe you'd be lucky, like you know if it's one or two bites maybe you could survive but he gets bite like a, a shit <laughs> like yeah. a, a ton you know the plausibility is like out the window pretty quickly uh but they yeah. actually do a thing they have a little ruse where he's pretending to play sort of dead the crocodiles come in for his snack uh and but he gets up and the, the girlfriend's like waiting at this point this is the strongest we've seen her since she woke up yeah. and they sort of like you know force it in the and the you know the drain and put the, the couch over it and they sit there and it's like okay we trapped it and then yeah. they cook the crocodile's eggs and eat <laughs> crocodile eggs uh yeah. they, they have enough straw to make a little fire which they only have because the crocodile made a nest like where the crocodile got the straw from i mean it's anyone's guess yeah that's a good point i don't know <laughs> i mean i mean whatever it's fine <laughs> that's fine uh so it was worth mentioned as well through all this like you know there's some exploration where he does get the drain off earlier on because there's like a necklace the girlfriend has that's like got like an edge that he can use to unscrew it and he goes down the pipe and he it looks go- like she was just wearing like a razor blade around her neck <laughs> it looks kind of like a razor blade i'm going to assume it's not actually sharp i'm going to assume it's more of a symbolic yeah. thing but you know whatever uh but he crawls to like a little water pump room that's at well, the end of the drain Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> was it funny that I used the word that was the title of the other movie? Yeah, it was. Okay, uh, but of course, once he gets in there, the vent at the top is padlocked and he can't get out. Uh, so they can kind of get there, but of course, the crocodile could be crawling in here as well, so it's very dangerous. Uh, this is important for later because ultimately we get to the point where he takes the girlfriend through the the vent to get to this room because there's a ladder in there at least. So even though they can't get out the top, she can kind of like hide up there. 
and he's going to try and like get out there's a couple of close calls with some other stuff as well there's like a drone that flies by at one point and he tries to signal <laughs> it but it's, it, there's no it's yeah. not because he he thinks it's, it's like a parachute or something but it's actually just a drone mm-hmm. with a parachute so you know not much uh, comes of that at least yet uh we we get some cruel near near close calls later on with it though when he actually passes out in the pipe uh and this is actually where i thought the movie was going to pull the twist because there's a point here where after he's put the girlfriend in the uh the pump room uh he he, he goes to the other end of the pipe because he's never been to the, the left essentially and he goes to the end and there's a grate uh and he's able to kick through it uh he goes up top and there's a great moment here actually and this is a good little twist where and the camera conveniently avoided showing us this the whole movie but this was really smart because I, I was thinking like first of all why is this second uh cover for the the the, the drain not mm-hmm. uh screwed in like the other one but minor mm-hmm. minor plot hole but whatever uh he, sure. he, he, he he's able to push it up he gets out the daylight's pouring on him he stands up and then the, t- the little joke twist here is that he's just in the adjacent pool which is just yeah. as deep <laughs> and he can't get anywhere else from here um yeah. Which is a really cruel little funny twist. Uh, I did I did get a good cackle out of it, and I love how they made a point of avoiding showing us the whole time that there was two pools side by side. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's not unbelievable either. It's a really common thing to have more than one pool for sure. various yeah. reasons. Especially with, like, I'm assuming this is some type of, I don't know, special pool that maybe they use for film shoots, or if it is, like, you know, diving pools that they use for practice, it would make sense that there's yeah. one. Yeah, it looks like the one they were trapped in is a diving pool, and the other one's the general swimming pool, I, I would guess. Right. Uh, but, uh, right. I mean, the, the only thing that seems, like, kind of unlikely is that neither of these would have some type of ladder to get out of yeah that. honestly i feel like most actual pools do have like a built-in sort of ladder yeah. and when i say ladder all i really mean is a series of ledges on one part yeah you know to climb up uh also it's also very common for pools to have like a, a gradual shallow end that you know you can just walk oh, right. up yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously i'm not saying every pool does but I, I was almost thinking that maybe that's what assuming this wasn't going to be like a, a like a, a cruel twist that maybe the, the other pool would have the shallow end for kids and that's how he'd get yeah. out um i mean like you said though cultural differences yeah you know. yeah yeah i mean does thailand <laughs> build its pools a little bit differently um i i, I feel they're very deep and don't have ladders <laughs> Yeah, it's not I mean, it's whatever. But if you, if you don't, that's one of those things though. Like, why doesn't Keanu Reeves just shoot the the tires in the bus before it hits fifty miles an hour? Because then you'd have no movie, and that's why there's no ladder in the yeah. pool. Because then you'd have no movie. So, uh, <laughs> but as he's, he crawls back out of the pipe and he he basically falls asleep in there, and it's during this where the two guys flying the drone who are flying the drone again, and this is like day <laughs> six. It lands in the pool, and they're like, oh, we have to go down there. And it's like, well, we can't just jump down there. We can't get back up. They find a ladder, dangle the ladder down, and climb down. And, you know, our man's asleep the whole time. And he eventually kind of hears this, and he's kind of like yelling for help, and he gets out. They have left, but the ladder they left dangling uh, via a rope is still there. So it's like, <gasps> you know, it's time, it's time. And at this point as well, the pump room's starting to fill a water. So he's like, okay, I need to get to this ladder. And of course, this is where the crocodile comes back. And the crocodile's like between him and the ladder. And it's like, okay, this is kind of cool. This is like a face-off. Like the villain of the movie is the crocodile. He's the hero. He has to get out of here so he can try and like save the girlfriend who's now like filling up with water and like, you know, calling for help. And, you know, he, he tries to get past the crocodile. There's some baiting going on. Yada, yada, yada. 
It's the whole thing. Uh, but when he's climbing up the ladder, uh, the ladder basically, the, 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 the poles that it's attached to start to fall and the ladder falls down. So this is just another example of the movie being really cruel and be like, hey, you thought this was your saviour. Nope, 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 nope. It's useless. Here you go. <laughs> that said, he does have at least the ladder falling in the thing. So, I mean, he could climb up halfway, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's something you can do. You know, if you get your girlfriend out there and then you have, mm. I don't know, you put the ladder on the furniture and then <laughs> one person gets on someone's shoulders i don't know like well they, something. They, they try that at one point with just the couch and she like doesn't yeah. quite she isn't quite able to reach uh yeah. but maybe with the ladder now she could but the problem is that she's now trapped in the thing and the pipes filling up a water because of the, the rain yeah um so you know and then we get to the really dark moment and again the order of the stuff it, here starts to get more murky but and, and i forget if we already had the scene where the barbed wire <laughs> falls in Oh, I think this is after this, yeah, because this is after okay. the ladder. Because the yeah, like a, a a strand of barbed wire from like one of the like fences like falls in, and he tries to claim up the the barbed Oops. wire like a rope, and it is pretty painful looking, and he's bleeding and all yeah. the rest of it. Uh, very desperate, and then again, so the way he eventually does get out. Um, although I should probably mention how he fights the crocodile because he actually kills the crocodile first uh, yeah. so he, he gets bit a bunch of times uh, on the leg and the, the chest um, uh, it's also worth yeah. mentioning that the crocodile goes after the uh, the girlfriend at one point when she's asleep because after her mm-hmm. baby like actually goes under the, 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 the she's got like a blanket on and the crocodile mm-hmm. tries to go under the blanket it's kind of a weird moment but anyway uh, so he uh, gets bit a bunch of times and he sticks like a piece of wood from like a leg from the uh, the couch uh, mm-hmm. into the mouth of the crocodile and the, the crocodile can't close its mouth anymore and now that it's yeah. wedged open he gets the bigger bit of wood and he stabs it in the throat <laughs> until it dies that's how yeah. he does it but he also worth mentioning before this though he actually tries to take it on <laughs> maybe the barbed wire was before the ladder actually because i think it's during this it, part where he wraps he, barbed wire around his fist yeah. as if he's going to like fight the yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just like is beating it on its head <laughs> yeah he, he puts like a sheet of like a t-shirt or whatever around his fist mm-hmm. and then wraps it in barbed wire and i'm like okay this is pretty badass although mm-hmm. again the crocodile is so strong i have like there's no way you'd actually win this this is just not yeah. possible uh yeah. so you know whatever but hey it's fun uh so but the way he eventually gets out is it the dog barking and trying to <laughs> the warn him about the, the crocodile <laughs> jumps into the pool but he's still chained up by the collar the dog snaps his own neck and is hanging there at this edge of the pool and Jesus. <laughs> it's so dark and it's the sort of thing that at a hollywood movie would never put in the movie and all i could yeah. think was well he can claim up that now <laughs> like, yeah. like he can claim up that chain he, he can like you know get high enough to get to the dog and claim up and there's a really sad yeah. part as well as he's like claiming and he's actually like you know sort of like face to face with the dead dog and it's like this is so dark this is such a cruel movie with how it like you know just beats him down with yeah. all this bad stuff constantly and and it's funny because like earlier in the movie i i did you know actually have a sigh of relief because i said you know as a when the crocodile is first like coming towards the dog, I'm like, mm. oh no, you're gonna do that, you know, cheap Hollywood thing where, or like, you know, you kill the animal as like, you know, just to raise like the emotional stakes or whatever. But then the dog survives, and I'm always, you know, my first thing was like, oh, I'm so glad that they did that, that they didn't just 
you know, decide to kill off the dog or whatever. And then, <laughs> but the, the end is like, oh no, never mind that. But, that, but this may be one of the worst dog deaths in the history of cinema. This is oh, like, yeah, this is, this is up there. I think the only thing that saves it from being like, you know, overly like too, too depressing is that it's like so over the top, you know, like it just kind of looks like a dangling Muppet, <laughs> you know, Oh yeah. that at, at least you can kind of distance yourself uh, from that. And also I like to think that, the dog knew what it's doing it was doing like it kind of like sacrificed himself oh yeah like... yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I thought that as well is the dog willingly sacrificed himself and it kind of makes up for i don't know putting the crocodile in the pool in the first place yeah. redemption this was a dog's redemption a worldly sacrifice uh so he gets up to the surface he rushes over to uh and actually can't be thinking of it. It was actually the girlfriend who kind of did this because she was blowing the dog whistle. Like she's because the water was like oh, relatively right, great, yeah. and she sort of blowing the dog whistle to for for help. <laughs> and the dog, that's what makes the dog actually uh, jump. Uh, so she kind of killed his dog. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> just FYI. Well, he he wanted to kill her baby, so she <laughs> killed his dog. Damn, this movie's dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, although he seems to have come around to the baby over the course of the movie. I mean, it doesn't explicitly say it, yeah, but yeah, he seems to be, you know, uh, yeah. for it by the end. Because um, his whole thing is that he thinks he's not a worldly father, and that's why he doesn't want a kid. Uh, but she kind of tries to convince him that he is. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, so he has to, like, try and pry open the grate. And it's believable that he can do it with a big pole in the, the side of it, you know, versus underneath it. And he eventually gets her out, but she's like underwater, like properly for minutes at this point. And it does that trope, that cheesy like nineties, eighties trope where she's like mouth to mouth, she's clearly dead. But then of course she wakes up and starts coughing up water, you know. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you mentioned it, but at this point it's like raining and mm. like there's all you know uh, the pool's like filling up with water and stuff. And yeah, all he had to do was like block the drain and. And just wait for it to rain. Yeah, just enough. wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I kept thinking that's how they're, they were gonna get out. Is that we you know, once it kind of started raining a lot, that's like okay, yeah, just kind of wait this out. <laughs> yeah, just uh, obviously the crocodile throws a wrench in that. Obviously, this is assuming there's no sure. crocodile to fight. But <laughs> right, right, right. Because uh, if anything, they've probably got a better chance with a crocodile uh, with no water, just because they can see it properly. And yeah, the crocodile can definitely <laughs> swim faster than they can. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so def- definitely, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, it, you know, the, the movie's funny. It actually ends really abruptly. As soon as she wakes up, they just kind of like, she, he just kind of holds her and it just sort of like, it, it goes to like a, a still frame sketch of what's happening. And then <laughs> we get the credits and that's kind of it. Uh, you know, I, I've kind of made fun of like some of the moments in it, but it is genuinely entertaining. Like I enjoyed it pretty much from start to finish. It is a really sure. silly movie. Like there's a lot of silly things to make fun of, but like, it is entertaining. Yeah. yeah, like when when you're talking about it, it does sound very silly and over the top, which it definitely is. But as you're watching it, it's really hard not to get caught up in it. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I had fun. I had fun. <laughs> uh, like I say, maybe the director started going a bit nuts with the edits uh, when things sure. got a bit too actiony. But, you know, other than that, like it's solid enough directed. The two leads yeah. do a, a, a solid enough job. Uh, as best I can tell, it not being my native language. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, the action's fun and kind of silly and, you know, it's, it's kind of exciting. So mm-hmm. there you go. It's a, it's a, that's just kind of what you want from a big dumb movie. I feel like, I feel like Hollywood's like not been able to make a good big dumb movie in a long time. Like, it, like when Hollywood goes dumb now, it just goes annoyingly dumb. Yeah, no, uh, totally. And, and, and I think it's still like, I don't know. It, it feels like very earnest. Like it feels like they're not. 
like a lot of times when you hear like a premise of like a big dumb thing like mm. that, I, I feel like Hollywood like I don't know, plays into it too much or whatever, and it's it doesn't feel like genuine or earned. Like you know this, uh, you know even though it's kind of dumb and over the top, it still feels like you know they're earnestly making a movie that you know they're not being like tongue in cheek and going like oh isn't oh, this sure, stupid yeah. but whatever. Um, yeah, it feels like they really like what they're making, and yeah, I, I, that goes a long way. And I feel like a lot of these, like, you know, there's a lot of movies like about people being trapped and stuff like, you know, like buried or I don't know, 27 hours or something or, you know, a lot of like very gimmicky stuff where it's like, oh, like, you know, here's this movie about this person trapped in this one room or this one thing. And I don't know, I feel like a lot of times it doesn't really like ever get past that kind of, you know, initial premise. Like it ends up being a little more boring. Yeah. Uh, mm. Than what you hope for but i think this is like one of the, a good example of uh something that actually like lives up to it and uh you know finds a way to make it exciting and interesting throughout instead of like you know 10 minutes in being like all right we get it did this need to be a movie yeah yeah, yeah that's fair with all that said tim what are you rating it yeah. uh i think I'll, I'll give it a pretty good score uh yeah i'll give it a seven uh it, you know it's not perfect but i don't know i, I was entertained pretty much the whole way through um i i wouldn't say this really maybe like you know it never really gets like uninteresting or or slow or anything and um yeah there's, there's definitely plenty of things you can nitpick uh about it you know like you know some of the cgi and again the just being kind of over the top or whatever but you know it, it all works uh together as a movie and so like as long as you know what you're in for i think it's pretty good and mm. it, it achieves what it sets out to do so that was a seven you gave it Yes, <laughs> um, seven crocodiles out of <laughs> ten. One alligator. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> seven crocodiles and two alligators out of ten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I will give. Uh, yeah. I'll go seven point five. I'll, I'll go that little extra nudge. I'm not going to quite call it great, but um, I but I agree. It does exactly what it wants to do, and it succeeds at what it wants to do. Uh, faults and all so there you go uh, that is The Pool if you've seen The Pool you can let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the Twitters at Screams Midnight for updates and Tim making ridiculous statements about <laughs> the boy and or Leprechaun and or Hellboy and or other things uh, and you can check out check out that uh, you can also of course uh, support the show by rating the podcast and apple podcast give us five stars more people will find us that way so that's a big help as is liking subscribing digging the bell on youtube all that stuff uh, we mentioned patreon of course if you want to support us financially go to patreon.com slash tv and you can do that there for as little as one dollar per month and get some bonuses um but otherwise that is us. so yeah, check out the sci-fi movie podcast uh, that we have on Mailfuss TV I do with Tara called the Atomic Cinema Experiment it's kind of like this show but with sci-fi uh, you can also uh, check out something that I'm not sure exactly how many will, will have been up if at all or if it's finished by now but uh, we're doing a top 50 movies of the decade series with every single person from Mailfuss TV uh, given their top 50 it'll be a five part epic extravaganza at least and Whoa. yeah so I, I don't know if that should have at least started going up by the time this goes out i don't know if it'll be done or if it's going to be halfway through by now but uh check that out too so thank you very much uh for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time <laughs>